0: I am Ryan, the life changer, and I am so grateful that you decided to join me today. This podcast is called Unlock the Power of Your Mind. Let me ask you a question. Are you ready for your life to change? Are you ready to unlock the power of your mind? Are you ready to be the best version of you possible? I wanna help you. I want this podcast to give new positive meanings to the difficult times that you faced in your life, and I wanna help you become the best version of you possible. This is your time. The change is happening for you now. I know you're ready. Let's help today to change your life. All right,
1: ladies and gentlemen, Thank you so very much for joining me for another episode of Unlock the Power of Your Mind. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a guest with me today who is going to provide you some life-changing information about your body, about how to fix the your gut and gut health, how important it is. Uh, And his story is incredible. So I'm very excited to have with me today, Dr. Larry Martin. He is a doctor, got his doctorate from the University of Florida. Uh, He also has his expertise in homeopathic and holistic medicine. Um, And he is an expert in cell function and epigenetics. So Dr. Martin, I'm so excited to have you on. How are you today, my friend?
2: I'm very good, and pleasure to be here with you.
1: Thank you so much for your time. I know that this is going to be some life-changing information for for all of the listeners out there. I think we're starting to just really begin to dive into and understand how important gut health is as it relates to the human body. And so for all the listeners, I want you to know that this information that you're going to get today from Dr. Martin is is cutting-edge. Um, What he's going to share with you is going to really open up your eyes to just how important um, it is for us to have a healthy gut as well as the expressions of our genes. So, Dr. Martin, if you could first share with the listeners a little bit about yourself um, and how you ended up uh, getting into the field of health and wellness.
2: Well, I'd be happy to. Um, I spent most of my career as a doctor of audiology, so I worked with hearing and balance disorders. I worked with pediatrics. I also did uh, a lot of neuro work, balance disorders. Uh, worked with neurosurgery teams in uh, uh, in the OR doing uh, interruptive monitoring. Um, and got a blue out. Uh, was out to dinner with my wife one night, and on the way home, uh, we got stopped at a light and a drunk driver came up from behind us and, and hit our vehicle uh, without ever hitting the brakes. And uh, that particular accident uh, um, uh, irritated my spine so badly they had to put me on the board. They thought my, my back was actually broken from the accident and uh, took me in and that incident took me out of my clinical practice overnight. Um, I had about a five and a half year recovery period uh, trying to get the nerves uh, settled down to where I could be in a, a state of manageable pain. And during that time, I'm not a person that can sit idle well. And I was able to find a, a course program in um, homeopathic and you know, holistic medicine. I decided since I was uh, mostly just sitting in a recliner. Uh, trying to recover, I I spent uh, almost two years going through the holistic medicine uh, training. And uh, that took me on a a new pathway because it wasn't feasible that I could go back and restart another clinical practice in in the field of audiology. So I started doing research work uh, looking at cell function and, and trying to find ways that I could heal my personal health, my body, uh, quicker and better in a nutritional uh, approach. And so that really started my pathway and in uh, my love of understanding cell function and what we can do uh, individually with nutrition and with supplementation products.
1: You know, what I think is incredible, Dr. Martin, is how you know, you were able to take that time of your life, which of course, you're you're in a lot of pain and discomfort, it knocks you out of your normal um, routine. And and in your case, uh, took you away from your practice. Um, But yet something so beautiful came out of it, because now you're in the field that you're in now. So as you were starting to uh, dive into more of the homeopathic and holistic medicine through that course and gaining your expertise there what would you say was the biggest difference between what you learned um, in that field versus at, while you were getting your doctorate at the University of Florida you know kind of eastern versus western type medicine well
2: it was- Everything changes because when you look at a Western medicine approach, everything is we identify the the problem and we're trying to fix the problem um, Western medicine-wise at at the end of the story. Whereas when you look at health issues on a holistic or homeopathic approach, you want to find the root of the problem. You want to go back to what created the outcome not trying to fix the outcome, but try to fix what created the outcome. And so you're looking at things from everything ends up from a a, a nutritional aspect. What, what is wrong with our, our system? And it, and and it always breaks down to the very smallest denominator. And and in this case, it it breaks down to your, your gene expressions. Is there something changing there or can we make a change there uh, that can, make that outcome different than what it is. And and that's really what um, I think excited me is that that there was more to the story than just the outcome. You know, there, there there's a history of what created that, out, at that outcome. And we can do something about that uh, if we can address the nutritional aspect of what, how our body is functioning.
1: And so when we talk about nutrition and, and how it it affects our, our body. Um, share with the listeners what the term epigenetic, epigenetics mean. I think that that's, um, a a term that probably four or five years ago, very, very few people have heard of, but they've either heard of it now, or they certainly will in the near future. Um, what does epigenetics mean exactly? Well, we,
2: we look at epigenetics as what is the, the Genes in our DNA are doing. Each of them have what we call an expression, and these uh, chemical expressions, if you will, that are being released is the um, building block of our body. It's what uh, gives directions to to the heart to function, gives directions to the brain. Um, All of these chemicals are what the the body's vital organs require to be able to have them functioning at, at the level they, they can. Our autoimmune system is all built around a, spef- a specific group of genes that those expressions, either up or down regulated, uh, will <clears throat> provide the antioxidants our body needs to defend off diseases. Um, and What happens with the aging process is that these the body's ability to change to um, offer these expressions uh, are slowing down and so in slowing down then thus so does the rest of the body the um, heart disease starts occurring diabetes starts occurring uh, brain level diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's are starting to produce and it's all because uh, something in the line is not not functioning at the level where it needs to be uh, I hope that Makes sense
1: yeah absolutely so in other words if the genes are not expressing themselves properly uh, for for normal function or a uh, kind of a, a homeostasis within the body if if there is something outside that affects the expressions of those genes um it, it is then going to put the body in a susceptible state to, to disease would you say that kind of summarizes it
2: Absolutely. And, and what then occurs is you get um, maybe a morph of a gene that turns into cancer or a morph of a gene that turns into heart disease or turns into diabetes or, or brain-level neurological disorders. And epigenetics simply suggests that if those genes can be changed to a negative, then, then they, theoretically we should be able to change them back to a positive. And that's where the nutritional balance starts coming into play to be able to get that um, system, the orchestra, if you will, playing the, the music at the, at the level where it did when we were 10 or 12 or 14 years of age uh, so that the body's be- better able to defend against those pathologies.
1: Love it. And so let's dive into splitting that in the middle and talking about first the negative expression. Um, So what would cause in in the human body, what would cause those genes to begin to express themselves in a negative way or counterintuitive to what would be best for the body?
2: Well, that's a great question. And that's really where I started my journey. Um, I, in reading, I, I guess I started out right after the car accident, just I'm a prolific reader. I love reading medical journals. People may sit down and read Harry Potter or another group of novels. I sit down and read a a few dozen medical journal studies research. Uh, That's my interest. And so I started reviewing studies and started to connect that there was this thing called oxidative stress and it was very clear as I was reviewing these studies that these diseases are being triggered by oxidative stress and so where does that come from well oxidative stress can be anything that we we may be breathing so if we're downtown LA you're breathing in all the toxins from the cars and, and the factories. Uh, if you're swimming in a, a river or lake, your, your, your skin is absorbing all of any kind of toxins that might be available there. Um, you know, we know getting too much sunlight, uh, being, having our skin burn lying on the beach causes oxidative stress damage to the skin. Uh, so it's everything we eat. So, and it's everything what we eat may eat. So the cows that we eat, what they eat, uh, uh, the fish that we eat, what they eat, and, and all the um, negative stuff that might be absorbed uh, into their bodies, we're absorbing into ours as well. And so if you're eating a, a cow raised in a, in, a, uh, uh, in a factory that raises cows, uh, they're loaded up with antibiotics and other um, hormones to get them to grow faster. What well, your body's absorbing those. All of those are negative effects uh, that, that are we'll considered um, oxidative stress that can cause the damage to, to this cell all the way down to the genomic level in these DNA genes.
1: And so let's dive into now the other part. And I know that you had touched on it before with nutrition. So how then can we recorrect this? I guess we could almost break it down to say is simple for every um, uh, action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So if we know that certain things can cause the genes to be expressed negatively, we all also must be able to do things to reverse that. Um, besides proper nutrition, and we'll dive into that more extensively, what else can we do for a more positive expression uh, of, uh, of our genes?
2: Well, certainly uh, exposure is the big thing. Um, we, we really have to, uh, in our country and, and even really worldwide, get to a point where we understand how important it is what we put into our body. I mean, running down to 7-Eleven and buying a big gulp and a and a candy bar is not what our bodies were designed to to function on. Uh, we have fast food you know stations two or three on every corner of every block, um, and and it's easy to just pull in and grab a a burger or or whatever they're they're manufacturing, uh, and, and gulp that down because it accomplishes what we need. We're hungry, we, we eat, we're not hungry. Uh, our bodies are fine-tuned engines, and they, they were designed to run on specific ingredients. And uh, our, our, unfortunately, our society has taken away so many of those ingredients that we're becoming a very unhealthy uh, society, and this is epidemic worldwide now. Um, so really it's coming down to really needing to look at what we eat, um, the cleaner we, we eat to, as far as food-wise, the cleaner, the water that we're consuming uh, and, and bathing in, uh, all of this is, is factors to be able to, to live a healthier and longer, healthier life. Awesome. And
1: so now let's dive into gut health, which of course is an important part of nutrition, because even if we're eating the most healthy things, if our gut or, or somewhat healthy diet, if our gut health is off and we're not able to absorb the nutrients properly, or there are some, um, you know, disconnect there in, in our gut, it can be all for naught. So what, what does gut health mean to you kind of in a simplistic version for the listeners?
2: But well, again, a great question, because this is, you know, I, I mentioned just briefly that I uh, had done some research and looking at oxidative stress and was finding ways to uh, reduce oxidative stress through supplementation. And I was really focused on, on on putting out that particular fire. And And the more research I did, the more I'm exposed to other researchers and the work they're doing, the more it led me to focus on what these folks were doing at the gut level and it dawned on me that through through these conversations that i better understand that process better because i'm up here trying to put out a house fire with a garden hose when the bulk of the fire is being generated down in the gut and so we really have to start out with healing the gut and getting it to the point where it's functioning at the level level that it's designed to function because you know, the researchers and the medical people who work with gut-related health understand that they can pull off almost anybody off the street and, and run a test and find that their gut health is not in good shape. And, and, and I've had researchers tell me that I could pick anybody and, and run tests on them and tell them that their gut system is just not working at the levels that it's required to be able to give us a healthy, healthy system. So we really have to start there first. And the biggest buzzword that everybody is using is, is uh, leaky gut syndrome. And that, and that really is a good, good place to start. How, how do we eliminate that? How do we make changes there?
1: Great. And so how can, and that makes sense before we talk about, uh, fixing or correcting, uh, uh, before we talk about correcting something, we have to make sure that what the basis of what we're working with is, is functioning effectively. So, um, how can we uh, work on correcting? Is there certain supplements that we should take? Is, is there a certain uh, food pattern that, that we should eat over a period of time to kind of reset ourselves? How, how do we get back to, you know, ground zero, so to speak?
2: Well, the the purists that work with the vegan type of diets would suggest that um, a good, clean uh, vegetable diet is a, is a great place to start. I, I'm not a vegan. I, I certainly appreciate the benefits that vegetables are providing, fruits and vegetables are to overall health, but that certainly is a place to start. And, and the area that I have been really looking at closely is how do we heal those those cells that line the gut wall because really that's that's where everything starts i mean you you need to put in the good nutrition into the gut system to be able to absorb all the nutrients that those products are providing for the body Um, but if that system, if those cells are not healthy, if you do have a leaky gut, which I can tell you most most people, whether they know it or not, have some difficulty with that aspect, if you can't heal those cells that are um, protecting that that lining, and that lining is where the nutrients are going through to be able to be absorbed and put into the blood system to, to provide the body with its nourishment throughout, um, it, then you're getting a lot of garbage that is going through that filtering mechanism that gets into the bloodstream and then causes upline uh, difficulties, which causes the heart disease, causes the neurological disorders and, and, and skin diseases as well. So you really have to start there. And so what's out there that does the best? Well, what I've found is uh, research dealing with uh, a product called butyric acid. Well, butyric acid is a short-chain fatty acid. And when you look at the science behind these particular cells, they actually feed on uh, short-chain fatty acids. And there's four or five of them uh, that our food bases will, will provide in, to, to these cells to feed off from. But 70% of what they require is butyric acid. So if you want to reverse gut health issues, very rapidly, then you need to find a way to supplement and bring up the, uh, the uh, intake of butyric acid. Uh, butyric acid is naturally produced in the gut biome, and it's produced because of the foods we're eating. However, as I mentioned earlier, our diets have changed so dramatically that we're not eating the foods that can generate the butyric acid. And so the fact that we are not providing enough Uh, growth of butyric acid in the system, these cells are becoming unhealthy because they're not getting the nourishment they require to provide that protection against uh, uh, bacteria and stuff getting into the bloodstream through uh, uh, that leaky gut syndrome, if you will.
1: So the butyric acid, and that's coming from uh, the natural source of where we would get it from in our diet is from fiber, correct? As the fiber starts to uh, ferment?
2: Uh, Absolutely. That's the bulk of where uh, butyric acid is generated. It all comes from butter and and milk uh, produce uh, some butyric acid for the body as well.
1: And so to kind of give the listeners a little bit of a streamline. So if we don't have either the fiber that's fermenting or we don't have the other things from our diet, that's giving our body the butyric acid, our body won't have the short, short chain fatty acids um, that it needs, which is going to help give the energies to the cell. Do I have it right so far? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. And then, As these cells don't have the energy that they need to function properly, they are going to, of course, start to function at a a lower level. And if these are the cells that are in our microbiome and are important for breaking down the food, and then, of course determining what goes in and out of our gut, there's going to be some things that we don't want getting out that get out. And there's going to be some food inside that's not going to get broken down to release the nutrients that we want. Is, does that kind of complete the cycle?
2: That's exactly right. And then you look at that leaky gut syndrome. Well, that's an inflation-based uh, disease process. And that inflation, inflammation then is causing the, the antioxidants to uh, uh, be used up trying to put out that fire. And, and if you have genes that are not expressing enough antioxidants, uh, expression to be able to put out that fire and any others. Say so you bump your elbow, well, there's inflammation that's going to be generated from that injury. Um, you have to be able to keep the big fires at a minimum, and and certainly by keeping the gut healthy is going to be the start because then. Uh, the nutrients that you want the rest of the body to have are going to be absorbed cleaner and better. And and will provide the support upline uh, nutrition that the body requires.
1: And so uh, I love the, the the name of the product link and I want to talk about that. But before we do um, I'd like to talk about the uh, as you say, the link between the, the second brain, which is which is known as our, our gut, um, and then of course the first brain, which is what everybody thinks about—the the thing that's on the t- that's in our head, right, protected by our skull. So, talk about the the link between the two brains of the body, if you would, please.
2: Sure, and that's you know the research in this area of gut biome being the second brain and and the connection to the rest of the body. Uh, these these studies are just prolific right now. Almost daily, you can download somebody's new uh, peer-reviewed journal study that talks about the gut biome. And and, and almost daily or weekly, we're finding new bacteria uh, that's being identified within the gut biome that um, has important roles in how it uh, controls function uh, upstream in the body uh, in different areas. But the primary connection between the biome and the brain is called the enteric nervous system. And that really gets the gut biome to be able to communicate to the brain and to other organs as well um, how to function or what, what, what gene expressions need to be released for, for these organs to continue to remain healthy. And if, if we're not functioning well at the gut biome, Uh, That's our computer system, if you will, the circuit board that is running uh, much of what the brain has to do. And so the two of them are very vital to operate uh, effectively together. And the one place it gets damaged the quickest and the fastest is, is unfortunately, is in the gut region and how we care for uh, the gut biome, our garden. Is also another term used. Uh, how well that garden is, is how healthy that garden is, and producing uh, the biome necessary to keep the rest of it connected. We also there's journal studies coming out that is talking about there may be um, similar enteric nervous system connections to from the biome to places like the liver. There's a couple studies out now that suggest that uh, the biome controls uh, the uh, the, the fatty liver diseases that often occur, even uh, in absence of alcohol use. Uh, and if gut biome is functioning properly, that we should be able to, again, that term epigenetically, uh, change the, the outcome of that fatty liver disease. And I believe that we're going to eventually hear those same kind of, of studies talking about how there's a, a, a direct enteric um, nervous system connection to our skin and to our kidneys and to to our heart and to our lungs. Um, I, what we know which is going on in the, the gut biome is just, as I said, is exploding with new research uh, almost every day. So yeah. just go back to the point we're making here today, how important it is for us to get that gut system healthy and operating at the, the level it needs to
1: so it 's almost it 's almost kind of like if we have a straw going from whatever it is that that we 're drinking, maybe it 's a delicious vanilla milkshake or a chocolate milkshake and and we want to then have the other part of the straw going to our mouth it doesn 't matter how delicious the milkshake is if there 's a hole in the straw the the milkshake isn 't going to be able to get delivered to our mouth and, and i know that 's very, very simplistic, but I want to kind of paint the picture for the listeners of what you're saying, Dr. Martin, which is if there, it's an information conduit that's running up and down from, from the brain to the, to the gut biome. And if there is any kind of breakdown of the flow of information between the two, it's going to cause some havoc in our body. And from an epigenetic uh, level, there's going to be some, some expressions and some messages that aren't going to get to where they need to get to. Would, would you say that's
2: correct? No, that's absolutely correct. And, and, and so when you think about um, keeping that system healthy is going to keep those upline switches operating at the, at the capacity they need to. But then also think about what are, you, what are people trying to do to be healthy right now? What are you putting into your system that you believe if you take this particular supplement product is going to somehow be beneficial maybe to brain health or to heart health or to something else? If that nutritional system in the gut is not functioning well, how, how well is the efficacy of the product that you're trying to take to make yourself better actually working? in other words is it being absorbed at the full efficiency that it needs to to be able to offer the benefits that the manufacturer of that product uh, believes you should be able to obtain well if your gut system is not absorbing that product uh, because it's not healthy then how uh, it doesn't matter how great that product is it may not be giving you as much benefit as it could if if you put that gut system back into a healthy state
1: absolutely so let's dive into link um and, and i know that there's some cutting edge delivery technologies with this with this product so um share with the listeners uh, link uh, and, and what makes this uh, different from some of the other products on the market
2: well first of all anybody that is familiar with butyric acid um knows it will always remember it because butyric acid uh, on its on its own is is has a horrible or odor to it uh it smells like vomit it's it's that bad and so there are products on the market that you can go to um, ebay or amazon or somewhere and order butyric acid but as soon as you open the bottle that the the stench that comes from it is is pretty offensive, and so people don't take it. You know, they you know they think well they may hear a, a study that says butyric acid is great. Okay, I'll order this. I'm going to take it, and after a few trials, uh, they they just can't tolerate and won't take it any longer. So that's one issue with butyric acid. The second issue, like many sensitive uh, herbs that we would like to be taking. Uh, many of us aren't aware that these herbs are very sensitive to stomach acid and butyric acid is no different once you get it into the stomach that acid has a tendency to degrade the what you're trying to get to the gut uh, before it even gets there so again going back to my comments about the efficacy of the product, how much of it is it actually getting to where you want it to get uh, to be able to, to be effective at doing what you want that product to do. So butyric acid is no different. Uh, it, it's hard to get a healthy dose, a pure dose uh, to the gut where it actually has to be utilized. Uh, the, the link product, which is, is unique to it, to any other product on the market today, is that it's got a patent pending encapsulation process. So I want to talk a little bit about encapsulation because that's not a new term. Uh, There are lots of encapsulation products on the market, but most of them are encapsulated with a coating that coats the entire uh, formulation. So if you need 100 milligrams of a product, the whole product is encapsulated with some sort of substance. And we hope that that substance going to hold it together long enough to get the full dose to, to where you want it to arrive. And then it's released at that stage. But we know, from research that doesn't always happen some people's stomach acid is stronger will burn through that encapsulation and then damage the 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 dosage to some degree before it arrives and some are are so weak that it goes all the way through the system and then right back out the other end without really opening up and allowing the product to be released So talking about link specifically, this is a patent pending process that is new to the supplementation market, that uh, it actually takes the product and breaks it down to a molecular level. And now each molecule is encapsulated in a glycerol, uh, plant-based glycerol coating that is strong enough to get past the stomach acid. It is actually a food base for for the microbiome. And so when it arrives at the gut to that microbiome region, then that is that casing is eaten off by the microbiome as a food source, and then the product is released and becomes essentially a food source for the cells that line the, the, the gut lining, uh, making them healthy. So now the butyric acid is released. Secondly, uniquely different with our, our link product is it has Three prebiotics. Now, I didn't say probiotics, I said prebiotics. Well, prebiotics are known to increase the healthiness of the garden, of the microbiome. So, we're actually putting a a lunch in for both the microbiome and the butyric acid because these three prebiotics are also ingredients that promote the growth of more butyric acid to be produced in the gut system. So it's kind of a two-fold thing. It's the, the, the formulation which allows the prebiotics that induces a healthier garden and production of more butyric acid. And it's also the fact that it's encapsulated at that molecular level to allow a full pure dose. And You've heard the term, I think many of your listeners have uh, bioavailability. This promotes the fact that we have the most bioavailability uh, of any uh, product. So our efficacy is incredible uh, with this, this particular product.
1: Yeah, because uh, from my understanding, it, it typically, I don't know how accurate this is, but, but typically for most um, vitamins, the oral bioavailability is about 35%. Would you say that that's uh, on average accurate?
2: I think that's a very accurate number. Yes. Yeah.
1: So you you can imagine, ladies and gentlemen, if we're we're taking something that we want to help to improve our body, but we're only uh, taking our body is only to able to process on average about 35% uh, as, as normal bioavailability it's going to take, it's going to be difficult for the product to work at maximum efficiency or effectiveness Um, when we're only absorbing that small amount, but with a product like link based on the delivery system, much more of it is going to get to where it needs to go. And then I love the idea of almost kind of, uh, layering with what the body is going to use it for and need it for once it gets into the microbiome. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, Dr. Martin, I really appreciate your expertise on this topic. And I think that as you had stated, it's almost like every day now we're we're coming out with, with new studies, we're getting exposed to new information. I think they say something like 70% of our serotonin is, is produced in our gut. Um, And now we're talking about how it interacts with the liver and other different organs. I mean, it's truly incredible just how powerful the microbiome is, isn't it?
2: Oh, absolutely. And, and healing the gut system, the, uh, the amount of disease processes that we know are going to change. Going back to that epigenetic phrase again, is going to change once we heal that, that gut system. I mean, your readers are, those that are, are the science nerds like myself uh, can do a simple PubMed, uh, P, uh, P-U-B-M-E-D.gov, and, and can type in butyric acid and, and look at the amount of research. There's over 80,000 peer-reviewed journal studies that are looking at uh, disease processes that butyric acid is good for. And, and I know that there – I wish I could tell you what university or what group is doing it, uh, but there is a, a, a someone out there working with our particular link product uh, looking at autism, uh, that, that they, there are certain aspects of autism that is triggered because of gut bile uh, dysfunction. And, and that uh, butyric acid, there's a number of studies out there published right now that suggest that butyric acid has some uh, health benefits uh, to, to some cases of, of autism, uh, and, and that's just one. Uh, I'm only saying that out of interest, uh, but there are many disease processes uh, and studies that talk about them. Uh, I reviewed one study recently that that the author suggests that butyric acid should be considered a treatment option for colon cancer because they were seeing such dramatic changes in the cancer reaction to an increase in butyric acid in the system. um, there's, there's lots to learn now that we have a product that's available that really gets a full dose of butyric acid into the system.
1: Absolutely. And so, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that the next time, you know, your stomach is bothering you or the next time you feel like, Hey man, for some reason, my, my stomach just feels a little bloated or man, I ate this and, and I feel a little bit off today. I want you to really take a step back and, and think about um, you know, just how important the the importance of a microbiome is, of gut health, of what it is that we eat. Is our body able to break it down? Do we have certain food allergies? Um, and, and also is what we're doing, uh, taking supplements or, um, you know, whatever the case may be to get ourselves healthy, is our body even able to break it down or, or optimize it. So Dr. Martin, thank you so much for your time today and sharing all of your expertise. If the listeners um, are interested in trying the, uh, the link product or, or purchasing it, where can they go uh, to learn more and, and to get a bottle for themselves?
2: They can go to my web website, which is just uh, Dr. Larry Martin, all lowercase dot actives, A C T I V Z as in zebra. And uh, they can get more information there. Uh, I think there's a link that they can ask me any questions as well. Just send me an email uh, and and I respond to uh, any questions that somebody might have.
1: Awesome. And so for the listeners, it is spelled L-I-N-Q, pronounced link, but spelled L-I-N-Q. So Dr. Martin, thank you so very much for your time today. Thank you for sharing all of your expertise. And uh, I know you're working on some other cutting edge stuff uh, with turmeric and some delivery systems there. So when that product launches, we'll have to have you on again.
2: I would love to do that. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Dr.
0: Martin. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, I just wanna say from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast today. My prayer is that it has helped to change your life, to make a positive impact in your life. And I just wanna let you know that every single day, the first goal that I write down, as I have changed one million lives. So ladies and gentlemen, if this podcast helped to change your life today, I would ask you to please go to iTunes, rate, review, and share this episode with somebody else who you know will benefit and have their life changed. Thank you again so very much. It means the world to me. Go out there and be great today. Make a positive impact in the world.